If you're looking for the place that's going to bring up all the drama, show you all the tea, I meant drink all the uh, pour the tea and tell you all the secrets and rumors and alleged activity of the Amanda Bynes, you're definitely in the wrong spot. Today we're going to be doing a little bit of a flashback Friday, throwback Thursday, send away the day before today, Saturday, and we're going to be talking about Amanda Bynes' greatest hits. She's one of my favorite actresses, and ever since I was a kid, one of my greatest inspirations favorite inspirations and I cannot wait to talk about some of her greatest hits today and just share some share some positivity in the world man so without further ado I want to say good morning at night and good welcome to the Jamie Grace podcast hi I'm Jamie Grace and this is a podcast all about mental health pop culture and how the things we love make us who we are and I hope that you really do enjoy today's episode Um, first, it would be super weird if I did not mention the fact that Isabella Brave Harper Collins turns two in 48 hours. Oh my goodness. I have not felt a significant amount of like, I don't know, like, I, I don't know, like, I'm not, I'm not feeling what I thought I'd be feeling, right? She's our first kid and she's turning two in less than, you know, 48 hours at this point. And I have not like broken down crying or anything like that. I don't really know, like, I, it's confusing me because I just knew that that was going to happen. You know, I anticipated that to happen, but I'm just so excited. We're having a birthday party for her this weekend. Her godmother, Melinda's flying in. I'm going to make her breakfast the morning of her birthday, and then um, she's going to gymnastics, which she did so amazing at gymnastics today, you guys. Oh my goodness, she's a literal athlete. I'm so proud of her. (laughs) Um, She's going to go to gymnastics, and then she's going to spend the day with her grandparents, and then we're going to pick her up in the afternoon and probably take her out for cookies or ice cream or something like that. I'm just really pumped to celebrate this little kid. I'm so proud of her. She's so cute and cuddly and giggly. She also had, she's totally okay now, but she had a little um, bit of like a non-contagious fever thing like a week ago. Um, And then she also had scratched her eyelid, uh, which is totally random. But I think that that makes me just super joyful and happy about her life and you know walking with her to this next step of life this new age you know her second year I think because I just felt kind of helpless or uh let me rephrase I felt incredibly helpless I felt um inadequate and I just felt like the worst mom in the world for about 72 hours (laughs) you know um just like I don't know how to fix my kid like help my kid you know she doesn't feel good she's frustrated and all this stuff. And so I think maybe that's why I'm not as emotional because I'm just so happy that she's healthy and that she's doing um, so well. Um, Not that those you can't be emotional about those things, but just knowing my history, I'm not crying like I thought I would be. (laughs) Um, It'll probably, I think it'll sink in. It may be, my guess is Wednesday or no, Tuesday night. Y'all, I think I'm going to cry Tuesday night. She has a sleepover with my parents. And yeah, I think because I'll I'll be home by myself for a little bit. And I think I'll it'll just kind of slow down the party and all that. All right. Well, I'll check back in. I'll report back if I cry. <laughs> uh, but whether you do or don't cry, if you are enjoying a beautiful moment in life this week, this weekend, just enjoy it, friend. I, 
I don't know what I'm saying, but it's okay if you cry. It's okay if you don't cry. I cried in therapy today, but that's none of y'all's business. Um, we're going to talk about Amanda Bynes. In case you don't know, where have you been? Amanda Bynes is an awesome actress. She is a, a comedic actress, and she was born in 1986, right? So she's five years older than me. And I remember as a kid, she had a show called The Amanda Show. It came out in 1999, and it was this um, SNL kind of show, sketch show, Maya Rudolph, Carol Burnett kind of thing, where she was, you know, the star of the show, Amanda. She played all these different characters. This show came out a few years after all that, um, which is a show with Keenan and Kel and all these incredibly talented actors. Um, and Amanda's show was just, it was insane because I, you know, I didn't even like look this stuff up, but I'm pretty sure like she was one of the youngest people to ever host a variety show in this capacity. Now, the last couple of years, and as I mentioned at the top of the show, I'm not really going to be digging into a lot of this in detail, but the last couple of years, she has definitely had some struggles and she has dealt with a lot of these struggles publicly. Um, considering like social media and sharing things online, possibly oversharing, you know, okay. Um, but the reason why I want to talk about her greatest hits today is because I think a lot of times when we go through things, when we're overwhelmed by things, when we're maybe even debilitated by things, when we, when we make mistakes or when things happen to us, whatever it might be, man, I just, I don't want to wait till people are in heaven or till people pass away to be like, oh, let me talk about all the great things that they did while they were here. I want to celebrate him now especially with Amanda Bynes she's someone that every time I mention that she's an inspiration of mine people are kind of like and I'm like look don't be weird man like humans are humans and I'm just here to talk about the cool stuff that she's done it's also interesting because I used to like get a lot that I looked like her um I think it's because of our our face structure like our cheeks are the same like when we smile it's just like there they are um so I think that's why but I've gotten that from strangers from my family members and stuff and I was was never mad about it I thought it was really cool and it felt very full circle to me when I got to audition for Nickelodeon um about 14 years ago and um I didn't get the part <laughs> it's not full circle I'm going to go top five and number five, which this is going to feel weird, you guys, because um, I did an entire podcast episode a few weeks ago about the movie Hairspray, but I'm going to give Hairspray a number five. Um, it's one of my favorite movies. You can listen to the episode I did on that. It's called Five Ways Hairspray Shaped a Generation. Um, she, she's great in it. She's not one of the leading actors, but she still does have a pretty strong role. And she's just really funny. She has a little bit of a singing part in it as well I really love the way that I just I just love this film so much Without Love is one of the best songs um from the whole movie and she has a part in that she also just has a really beautiful role when it comes to uh she and I guess it's I think it's seaweed their interracial relationship so I really like her role in this movie um I love the relationship with she and her mom the relationship with she and Tracy Turnblad there's so much about the role in and of itself it's just great and I'm Amanda Bynes does an incredible job. So it's just, it's cool seeing her as a leading lady. It's cool seeing her as the best friend. She is awesome and she does a really great job in hairspray. 
All right, coming in at number four, I'm going to talk about the movie What a Girl Wants. It's so good. It should still be on Netflix if you want to see it. This movie came out in 2003, and it's about a girl, Daphne Reynolds, played by Amanda Bynes, who wants to find her dad. And so she travels all across the world to try to find him, and she finds out that he is a fancy politician living in Europe. And it's this, I believe, PG, yeah, PG-rated comedy. It's a really fun movie. I didn't really know this movie too much when I was, I guess, what, 14? No, I was, yeah, I was only 11 when it came out. So this probably wouldn't have really been uh, my jam because my sister was like right at the target age, which was like 13, 14 for this movie. And she and I just had like a weird thing about movies. Like if there was something she liked, I usually didn't really get into it. If there was something I liked, she didn't really get into it because she thought it was like for babies. I usually wanted to like the movies that she liked, but she was usually like, no, you can't watch my movies. But, you know, that's another story for another day. We're best friends now, so it all worked out. But definitely, if you haven't seen it, if you're looking for a good PG, like, I wouldn't necessarily, like, specifically say family movie. I would say, like, kind of coming of age um, comedy with like a hint to a rom-com but she's like 16 so it's not really like a rom-com it's just a really cute comedy movie and it's really great it's yeah well yeah it is a family comedy oh my gosh I'm <laughs> I'm gonna be here for an hour trying to figure out what genre this movie is what a girl wants is really cute and if you haven't seen it then you should yeah 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 All right, number three, we've got Sydney White. Sydney White is a movie about a girl that goes to college and she is a legacy in the sorority, uh, which basically, I guess, means that her mom was also in the sorority. So it's like, oh my gosh, a legacy. And it's like a really big deal. So uh, Amanda Bynes plays Sydney White and there are a lot of Snow White references in this movie as well. If This movie, if it's not rated PG-13, it definitely should be rated PG-13. I think that in the rating system, I think that there needs to be a rating in between PG-13 and R because... R is like, okay, when it comes to comedies, right, it's it's going to be unlikely for me to just like vibe with an R-rated comedy. And that's only because of like the level of like, let's see how many people we can get to like do physically intimate stuff and see how funny it is. Like, I just don't think that that's creative or original at all. But PG-13 movies, I just, I don't know. Like this, this movie... If it was like, oh, let's watch a movie and we had a 13-year-old, I can't see myself being like, oh, I feel comfortable watching this with my 13-year-old. Because there's some stuff that I'm just like, oh, I'm going to roll my eyes. That was dumb. But um, so if there was a rating, and I think there is a rating in between those two, but I don't think that it's for comedies. I think the comedy structure needs to be reworked completely. I think there are a lot of things that make their way into comedies that I wouldn't call comedic in any capacity. But I do think that in a lot of the elements of, you know, the kind of like meaning girls and being bullied and learning to stand up for yourself I think that Sydney White really does a good job at that this is a mini spoiler so if you hate all spoilers go ahead and skip ahead two minutes um but a mini spoiler is I really like how they reframe the word dork in this movie I like how they allow it to be something that they start to embrace and that was something that was definitely necessary for me when I saw this movie it was actually what started to help me be able to uh embrace words like awkward and weird 
and nerd and not feel like that was making me less than. So I really appreciate this film for how it normalizes acapella, but also how it normalizes the concept of taking the word that people have used to make you feel like less than and using it as an empowering word to say you might think that you are you might be trying to defeat me with your words, but I'm going to just spin this around and embrace the very thing that makes me different. And I really liked that about this film. Up next, we've got She's the Man. She's the Man is a movie where Amanda Bynes plays uh, soccer and she wants to play or whatever okay so there's this fancy (laughs) there's this fancy school and she pretends to be her brother to get into the fancy school her twin brother who also plays soccer and she's a really good soccer player that's a terrible explanation of this film but that's just the best I can do with the mental capacity in which I am presently working with she is so funny. This is literally some of her best work, some of her funniest work. This is where we get, uh, at least where I first saw anybody ever use a tampon for a bloody nose. This movie is hysterical. It stars this guy named Channing Tatum. This was one of his first movies, if not his very first movie. It's just hysterical. It's it's a really, really great film. There are so many um, moments in this movie that are definitely like when I'm watching Superman and I'm like, oh, so you took off your glasses or put them back on so people don't know. Because I don't think she looks anything like her alleged twin brother in the film. I feel like they should have just pulled a Lindsay Lohan and just had her play the other person and like whatever. Um, And then again, just like Sydney White, there are so many unnecessary like innuendos that... I I don't even say this stuff to be like, look at me, I'm reserved, but I just don't understand why these things have to be in movies when they don't add to the like strength. They don't they don't strengthen the film in any way. Um anyways, I think Amanda Bynes is obviously great, as I mentioned. And um yeah, Channing Tatum does a good job in this movie too. And there was somebody else that I like wanted to mention about this film. Oh, oh, so David Cross, I had to pause for a second because I couldn't think of his name off of the top of my head. He is hilarious in this movie. I just, I thought that I could skim through his IMDb really quick and figure out what else I've seen him in. But oh my goodness, this man has been in 18 bajillion movies. Can we just all say congratulations to David Cross? We are so proud of you, sir. Um, No offense. Also, how do you say congratulations and no offense like back to back? Like, I really don't see anything else that I'm familiar with. Like I've seen the Alvin and the Chipmunks movies, but I don't know if that's what I'm recognizing him for. Whatever. That's I'm not trying to get in all that. What I'm what I'm trying to say is that he's so great in this movie. Um, just yeah, it guys, it's a really funny movie. Again, rate it PG thirteen. Ain't no 13-year-old of mine. <laughs> I always get so nervous about, I don't know, I always get so nervous about that kind of stuff. Because, like, you know, we Aaron and I, we don't, like, babysit a lot. But, like, before um, before he and I were both, before we were married to each other, we both really enjoy it being, like, the house. You know what I mean? So, like, I'd always have, like, young girls from church come over. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I watch a movie. And, like, he would always have, like, young friends from church and stuff come over. And I'll, we've never really gotten to do that since we've been married because we've just been kind of moving a lot and then COVID and we've only married three years. Um, 
And I always think I'm like, man, what are what are we gonna watch? <laughs> like when high schoolers from church come over, I'm gonna be like, no, that movie nasty. <laughs> it's not appropriate. Like it's gonna get in your spirit. I don't I don't know how to I don't know how to I don't know. <laughs> They're gonna watch Eye Shine reruns. And last but not least, number one of Amanda Bynes' greatest hits. This one might have been super obvious. The Amanda Show. I really love this show. I really love how it showed me that a young girl could have her own show. I really liked the show Zoom growing up, and I still love the show Zoom. And I always wanted to be on that show. I loved it. I just truly appreciate it that there was like a black girl on that show. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is so cool. There's a girl like me on the show. There's like an awkward kid. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm awkward too. Like when you see yourself on television, it's just so beautiful and empowering. And so seeing Amanda uh, literally just carry a show as a teenage girl, it was so empowering and I'm just so grateful that she had that show. If you guys have never seen the Jamie Gray show on YouTube, it's totally a one woman show in that. Like I've never had anybody else to help me edit or anything like that. So it's not, you know, Nickelodeon level, but a lot of what I do is inspired by Amanda Bynes. A lot of the characters that I do are inspired by Amanda Bynes. And so I'm grateful for her influence in the industry. I, um, I pray for her very often. Um, I know that life is hard and I really do pray for her often that there is just peace in her spirit um, and that she is just able to just feel so much joy and appreciation for being legendary to so many, but even without all of the fame and success and joy that she's brought to the world that, I mean, she's a daughter of the most high, like God loves Amanda Bynes so much. <laughs> like, I hope she knows that. And, um, I hope she is, I hope she's doing well because don't we all deserve to be doing well? Yeah, the, the answer is yeah. Hey y'all, I wanted to take a quick moment to share with you some info about one of my favorite sponsors of the Jamie Grace podcast. Y'all, when quarantine first started, I was not very interested in this whole online counseling thing because it made me really anxious. And as someone that has anxiety, I had to figure something out because a lot of things make me anxious. Eventually, I gave it a try and I have to say that it's been very beneficial for me. So I want you guys, if you need to, to check out Faithful Counseling. Whether you have an anxiety diagnosis or you are dealing with the everyday frustrations of life, I can promise you that you will find it beneficial to talk to a counselor through Faithful Counseling. You can go to faithfulcounseling.com slash Jamie Grace to learn more about the very affordable counseling that they have and the four different ways you can communicate with a clinical therapist. And if you'd like, they can incorporate some faith-based things as well into your counseling. Visit faithfulcounseling.com slash Jamie Grace. That's faithfulcounseling.com slash Jamie Grace. I really like Randy Travis. I think he is a really creative and cool human being. And I listened to quite a bit of his music growing up because I had a lot of different like sampler CDs of like country music. And then I'd also see him on like CMT. And I really enjoyed his music. I really thought it's just a really cool vibe. That 90s country music, early 2000s country music. In case you don't know, I've been kind of on the very, very beginning journey of getting ready for my next album. And that's, you know, a very soft announcement because I don't have any type of deadline right now. 
but I'm in the exploratory phase. I'm in the creativity phase where um, I'm really just going back to the roots of the music that really, really got me started. And I did that with 91, my last record, um, where I really went to the music of just my teen years and like my early childhood, but more so teen years. But now I'm just going back to like vinyl and like the old, old classes, classics and really, really focusing on sound. And Randy Travis is a part of that kind of like just era of music that really has a significant impact on me when it comes to the actual sound of music. So <laughs> the sound of music, young <laughs> so funny. Um, anyways, <laughs> so if you're already connected with me on Patreon, then you already know this. But I recently did a, a rendition of his song Three Wooden Crosses this just this last week where it's it's basically if Randy Travis was an R&B songwriter or if Randy Travis sang R&B and I just took this song that I literally know like the back of my hand um I did change up like one or two lyrics but um I took the song that I know incredibly well and tried as hard as I could to like forget it and just reimagine it and just start from scratch kind of imagine it as like more of an R&B song and I shared it with my Patreon audience this week and the reaction was so sweet and kind and so um I'm just excited to be able to share a little tidbit with you guys and uh yeah I <laughs> I hope you guys like it <laughs> a farmer and a teacher a new mama and a preacher Riding on a midnight bus bound for Mexico. One was headed for vacation, one for higher education, and two of them were searching for lost souls. That driver never ever saw the stop sign. And 18 wheelers can't stop on a dime. There are three wooden crosses on the right side of the highway. All right, guys, so that is a little bit of my three wooden crosses, the R&B version. If you'd like to hear the rest of it, um, there's an octave change and just a lot of other stuff. It's just it was so much fun to create. Um, and I'm just so grateful to get to share it on Patreon, patreon.com slash Jamie Grace. It's one of the ways that um, you can sponsor this kind of content to be made, mostly music, but also my podcast and also YouTube videos as well. It's super simple. We've got a $3 stream version, um, rather a $3 stream tier, and then we've got a $7 vinyl tier. And if you head over to patreon.com, again, slash Jamie Grace, or just click the link in the show notes and you can find out exactly what those two different tiers mean and exactly like what kind of benefits and like cool things you get. But either tier, if you sign up, you will get this song as well as another one that I did a few weeks ago called If Mary Poppins Was From Atlanta. So thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. See the promised land as he laid that all right, pretty people, thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I really appreciate it. Look, if you enjoyed today's show, you know exactly what to do. Go ahead and subscribe. If you're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Hey, if you're on Spotify, you can even share this episode to your Instagram story. You can tag me in it at jamiegraceh, and you can let me know what you think. Uh, let me know what you think about the show. You can also comment on my latest Instagram post because I posted about today's episode. Uh, or actually, I said that, but you know, it'll happen sometime this weekend. We've got Bella's birthday, so that's my focus. Um, have a lovely weekend, friends. <laughs> I, I appreciate you for listening, and I will see you next week. Okay, bye. <laughs>